expect me to talk? No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. Gold finger. Hey everyone, welcome back to Half-Ass Movie Reviews as we continue in our James Bond reviews. And this week we're doing Goldfinger. Finally, a good one. Yeah, you like this one, right? Um, well, let's, let's not toss around the word like. <laughs> you know, it, I liked it more than the others. I, I can understand that. It, it wasn't bad, um, but we'll get into that. Okay. Well, this one, they changed directors. We got Guy Hamilton directing this one. Okay. And this one is the third in the franchise overall. James Bond is mm -hmm. back. Movie had a $3 million budget. So okay. that was the most at the time before. Actually, that was a combined of the first two movies' budgets. So they got some leeway on that, right? Which is good. And this is actually one. This is one of the movies where they finally got into the gadgets, and yes. I really love that. They finally see the car. We finally get some cool gadgets. We get some cool scenes. Uh, you mentioned the budget. It definitely looks like it was shot much better. Mm -hmm. they, overall, and actually, did Sean? Sean, did Sean Connery look younger in this I, movie? When you pointed that out, then I looked. I. I it makes me wonder if like they just didn't have enough money in the makeup budget for the first two movies. A lot of things I have a lot of questions about the budget for the first two movies compared to this because this one, like you said, a it's lot better looking. A, it's definitely a big step up <clears throat> and it, uh, definitely appreciate that. Yeah, this really nails the James Bond structure of the movies mm -hmm. too where we open with a before credits scene that really doesn't have any part of the movie. Right. Then we go into our typical credits opening where they show the movie pretty much while mm -hmm. it's being reflected on the girl's body and we hear Goldfinger. Mm -hmm. The theme song's awesome, by the way. Yes, it is. And, you know, th this is only a mistake to me. Now, Odd Job, right? You yeah. know what his name is in um, <laughs> fucking Austin Powers? No, what, I, I was trying to think of that. Random Task. Random Task. <laughs> <laughs> he looks exactly like him, too. He does. They, they did nail that. Yeah. Austin Powers did a fantastic job. It, like Austin, I can appreciate Austin Powers so much more now after going back and seeing these early Bond films that <laughs> apparently I've never seen. Yeah, when Bond, when uh, Goldfinger says to Austin, uh, to Austin, when Goldfinger says to James Bond, he's like, "No, Mister, no, Mister Bond, I expect you to die." Yeah. Did you? I always think of Doctor Evil where he goes, "No, Mister Powers, I expect you to die." <laughs> yeah, they definitely pulled a lot in yeah. Austin Powers and. I think we should really pepper those in yeah. to, into this. Watching these always makes me in the mood to watch Austin Pass. It really is just yeah. how much they stole from <laughs> Yeah, movies. it's amazing. It really is. Arguably better movies. More enjoyable at, at the very oh, least. Oh, at the This one, at least I could say, is well-made. It's a well-made action movie. Straightforward plot. Yes. Just a lot. This one's a lot more fun. You know, we have James Bond actually finally banging out some one-liners. Right mm -hmm. in the beginning when he knocks the guy in the bathtub. Shocking. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm very excited to get a couple more years in into these films, and uh, then I think we'll really kick it into high gear. Yeah, this but is this is definitely a step in the right direction compared to the first two were kind of hard for me to get through, and I was really dreading watching this one, but um, it, it, it wasn't as terrible. I think your enjoyment will increase as we keep yes. going forward. Yes. There's just I had made a lot of notes in this movie just about just some ridiculous shit that goes on in it because like some of the stuff. I, I mean, it's the '60s. I wasn't around, but just so unbelievable. James Bond, the the amount of time it takes for him to close the deal with a woman, is insane. Yeah, it's just the charm. He's <laughs> able to just 
Like, he broke into a woman's hotel room, snuck up behind her, and it ends up sleeping with her. Yep. That's, for some guys, that's all it takes. That's all it takes. Yeah. You know, yeah. I've gone 31 years, and I've only been able to persuade two women. All right. <laughs> and well. I married one of them. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. I, I don't Good know. Good for her. Yeah, I, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I'm not sure if we should be bragging about that, but... Uh, what do you mean? Only, only two? That's a pretty solid number. Mm. <laughs> maybe, maybe in one night, but yeah. well, James Bond, I'm sure, has done that. Because in this movie, yeah. I, I couldn't three, four women. I don't know. Well, he's Bond. He's got all the gadgets. He he can get it done. You know. He's got the car. Oh, speaking of which, we didn't talk about it because another name from freaking Austin Powers that they make fun of in this name, Pussy Galore. But yeah, where now <laughs> that wasn't even a joke. No, well, he makes it. He's like when he wakes up on the plane and she introduces himself and he's like. Oh, I must be, I must be dreaming. Like, yeah. like no one's name is Pussy Galore. Yeah, and that, then, I thought that was, I was like, huh. And then in Austin Powers, you know, the girl's name, that's a spoof on that name. There was a lot of vagina. A lot of vagina, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what was the other one? Ivana Humpalot. Yeah. And what was the, the third one? And Gold, I don't know, that was Beyonce's character. But this, oh, gold, gold member is such a spoof of Goldfinger. Is it? Yeah, definitely. Except, you know, in gold member, it's, it's called gold member because of his member is gold, if you're remembering. Yeah. The gold shines. But yeah. he's this guy loves fucking gold, man. Yeah, a little weird. It is definitely a little weird. He's got everyone wearing gold. He's melting fucking gold everywhere. He's basically willing to give his life up for gold. Right, yeah. You know, it's a little more than greed for Goldfinger, I think. Mm, mm, yeah. Okay. Well, let's dive into the film, shall we? So, like I said, this movie opens with a cold open. James is... I don't know exactly where he is. Oh, okay. So, it just says he's in Latin America. So, he says, after he's destroying... A, come down the stairs? Yeah. And, like, he... So, you see him setting up the bombs in that one room. That oh, he, And yeah, then he yeah, throws yeah. on the white suit. Yes, with the, yes, um, yes, yes. Which I, I always think of same white suit i think it's inspired by the in indiana jones temple of doom harrison ford has a white suit on very similar to that similar setting also i think in latin america but don't quote me on that but uh yeah we see him do that then we see him you know he schmoozes that girl mm -hmm. again real quick goes up through him again this girl's trying to set him up girls are oh he's got to really be careful because he's always almost being set up by these people right luckily yeah. he looks into the girl's eye and sees the reflection of the guy coming up behind him Turns around and uses her as a human shield. Yeah, immediately. Yeah. He, she took a fucking hit. Well, you know, that's what you get. I know. That's exactly like you deserve that. You had that coming. Mm -hmm. Don't be a piece of shit. Yeah. And then she, he knocks him in the bathtub, electrocutes him. Shocking. Yeah. And then he skates off and he has to take a flight to Miami. Yes. And then this is where we see the opening credits and this is where we hear the theme song and they're reflecting the plot onto somebody's body, parts and everything like that. <laughs> Very. They do that again? They do that. Yeah, it was weird, right? They did do that. But this time, they actually had, instead of the Bond theme, they had the Goldfinger theme playing over yes. it. Yes. Which, they use the Goldfinger theme throughout. Well, no, every, every movie has a different has a different song. It's not the Bond theme over the, the, the intro. It's always got, like, weird songs. It's always whatever the theme of the movie is. But yeah. the first two movies used the Bond theme. Gotcha. Okay. And then this is the first one, because From Rush With Love had a theme song, but it was in the end credits. Mm, this okay. one's in the opening credits. So, yeah, he gets a, he's going to take a flight to Miami. Mm. And when he gets to Miami, this is where we see Felix Leiter again. Remember him from the first one? He's with the guy um, he met on the island in Jamaica in Kingston. Y yes. The guy who works for the CIA. Yep. 
So Felix Leiter is around. What was he doing there? He was in Miami. In Miami, or well, he's there for Goldfinger. They're there to keep an eye on Goldfinger because if okay. Goldfinger is in Miami, he's over there ripping off people at a hotel playing cards. Okay. Yes, and that's what the the girl was doing up on the balcony. Yeah, she was basically just radioing in what cards the other guy had because they were playing gin, which I have no idea how to play. But apparently, Goldfinger's been taking this guy for a ride. Mm-hmm. And well, that's why he liked the one side of the table, so she could see the cards from the balcony with the binoculars. Yeah, makes sense. Cheating. He's a cheat. He, he was always cheating. When he fucking goes golfing with Bond, he's cheating too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, win on your own. He's such a competitive fuck. Well, he's not competitive. He just likes. To, but he to, just likes to win, right? Yeah. Isn't that what the girl said to him? We see Bond go upstairs, finds out where the room is that she's in there, basically looking at Goldfinger, mm-hmm. and. He radios down the Goldfinger like, oh, you're caught. Well, right. he peruses. Uh, well, yeah, he schmoots as a girl. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the orderly or the uh, housekeeping lady, he, he takes her thing. She's like, oh, that's Goldfinger's room. He open, he pulls it right off her hip, opens the door and says, thank you. She just walks on her way and doesn't. Doesn't, yeah, I know. Be, oh, whatever. And again, <laughs> yeah. like, sneaks up behind this girl like, is she, you know, that's pretty bad. That's not a good thing to do. And then, you know, she falls for him. She's like, oh, he pays me. And then he makes sure, like, that's it, right? He's not paying you to sleep with him, right? Mm. And he makes sure of that because he doesn't want Goldfinger's sloppy seconds. I guess. And they end up, you know, getting it on. And mm-hmm. then uh, Odd Job sneaks in there. One hit to the back, by the way. Yes. Knocks him out. Yep. And then when he wakes up, he comes to and he walks out into the room. And what does he see? This girl's painted gold. Solid gold. He was dipped. You think she was dipped? I think she was dipped in gold. I'm, th- I'm thinking a paintbrush. Maybe a roller. It was on there solid, though. And if you heard in the next scene, she died because there was her entire body was covered and there was no way for her skin to breathe. Is that what they said? That's what they said. And uh, in case you're wondering... Well, if you noticed it on the sheet, it was on the sheet because it was paint. Okay. And uh, I didn't notice it on the sheet. I just think that's a lot of work to dip her in gold and then put her back in the bed. Well, I was picturing them bringing in, like a gold tub into the room and then they would dip her because I assume she's unconscious and then put her on the bed. Either way, it's a lot of work. Yeah, it is a lot. it's expensive. It is? Well, do you see how much gold he has? This guy's got fucking gold for days. See, uh, are you sure that's right? Because I'm pretty sure it was just paint. It could be just paint. I don't know how they well, got it. Either way, or when well, he walks it's 100% in. 100% it is just paint. Yeah, when but, he walks in, he, she's already, whatever, however she turned gold, whether she was dipped or painted. I understand that, but I'm saying for gold, gold, gold finger, gold, the, whatever Gold fingers in this one. Gold finger. For, for him to waste all that gold and just the resources to get this done, it doesn't make sense. It does make sense because he's sending a message. Not only to James Bond, but to her. Don't be a fucking cheater. Like that, that's basically, even though he cheats, he's like, you stepping out on me with James Bond of all people? I just met him down in the fucking lobby. He's a piece of shit. Although for some reason, I guess they meet a little bit later and he doesn't remember him. I don't know. I thought that was a little weird. Yeah, I know. (laughs) There's a lot of like little things like that. But again, about being dipped in gold. Also, I wanted to note, you can't die from that. That's something they made up for this movie. Your skin can't, doesn't need to breathe like that. That doesn't make any sense. It's something made up for the movie. Right. So. <clears throat> okay. Nothing we need to worry about there. So you're saying I can dip myself in gold and... Yes. Be good. So, after being dipped in gold, Bond goes back to, you know, headquarters. He sees Money Penny, and, you know, Money Penny throws her, his hat on the rack. I don't know if you noticed it, but it's clearly an editor. She throws the hat. They cut to the hat landing on the back. 
I, I did not catch that. No, then they go into M's office and M tells him, you know, what he's got to be doing, and he goes down the Q branch. This is the first time we see the actual Q branch. He's walking around with the gadgets. I love that. The guy who plays Q is awesome. He plays it that role like, all the way up to Pierce Bronson. Really? Yes, if I remember correctly. So he was in that role for a long time. He did look familiar. Yeah, because he just. Honestly, he really didn't age that much. Like, he's already got the gray hair here. I think he yeah. only stopped playing the role because he passed away. Hmm, that'll do it. Yeah, well, now yeah, you can't bring people back after they're dead. Not yet. It's mm. happening pretty soon, though. <sighs> what? So, anyway, this is the first time we also see the DB5, the Aston Martin DB5. What do you think of that car, by the way? Would you buy that? Very cool car. Um, I actually have a Matchbox car of that that was my dad's from when he was a kid because he was a big fan of that. Really? Well, that's probably the most iconic Bond car there is, is that DB5. Yeah. You know, and this one's uh, all tricked out with the license plate for every country, I guess he said. Mm -hmm. It's got an oil slick. The oil slick, the smoke screen, the, the bulletproof thing in the back the guns on each corner yeah and then you got the ejectocito yeah i love that i love that he did that too and again like it's just setting us up for him to use all of these gadgets throughout the movie and when i first saw it i was like the oil slit i was like oh that's so corny like everyone does that but it's like well this is actually probably where it originated probably yeah <laughs> so this is where it, it, it all came from this is where everyone copied it from well actually it's funny you said that because they got the cars, and there weren't supposed to be that many gadgets, but people on set kept giving them ideas of what to do because they, uh, Aston Martin gave them two cars. One just like a shell, and then one that they could put all the gadgets on. Mm. So they just kept getting all these ideas. Um, they originally wanted to, they weren't going to do an oil slit. They were going to do like, um, like spikes that fall out from under the back of the car, but they felt like people in real life might try that, so they didn't try it. I mean, you got to remember, 63 or 64. Right. Things are a little bit different. Now, is this... Do you remember the car, uh, the cartoon Speed Racer? Yes. Is that pre or is that after this? I think they're, they're around the same time. Speed Racer is a 60s cartoon, and then the Wachowskis did a Speed Racer movie. I've never seen it. I never saw it. But I actually saw I think it was on HBO Max yesterday. I've heard bad things, but I've also heard good things. Because I used to like the cartoon, and he had similar gadgets in the Mach 5. Yes. Well, yeah, I mean, a lot of those gadgets carry over. I actually the... have the Mach 5. Do you there. really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'll go get it. All right, well, Matt, while Matt gets the Mach 5, yeah, I'm, I like the DB5. I think it's a really nice car. Uh, I don't think it's the fastest car. Every time they put that, that Bond car into a Forza game, it never has the highest stats, so I don't think it's the greatest of things. Oh, wow, you really do have it. Did you like this cartoon? Yeah, I told you I did. The car... The thing I remember most about the cartoon Speed Racer is it used to play on Speed Vision, the channel Speed Vision. That I don't remember, but uh, yeah, I got the Mach 5 in there. Aha, wow, boxed up and everything, huh? Yeah, pretty cool, right? Yeah, when did you get this? Long time ago. Huh. <coughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know if you guys can really see that on the camera. Oh, I'll, it'll be zoomed in. We're going to look for, oh, 99. Oh, wow. Do you think that's when you got it? It was made in 99, so I probably got it in, indoor around that time. Shit. Yeah, so this is, uh, it's the Mach 5 boxed up, never been opened since 1999. <laughs> well, tonight we're going to party like it's 1999. Oh, yeah? Yeah, with Goldfinger. Okay. Well, as we continue on, Goldfinger and Bond go have, you know, uh, a nice casual game of golf. And, of course, he's got random tasks. Mm -hmm. 
or I'm sorry, odd job. <laughs> I'm gonna get mixed up. It's odd job in here. Odd He's job. got odd job over there caddying. And we should note, odd job did a nice display of his power. You know, he's got a nice rimmed hat that he can just throw at anything. And I, I have questions about that also. Was the, like, is there a metal ring? That's what I, I was honestly going to ask you this question. A I titanium, because it obviously it's not possible with a regular hat. No, even if it had a maybe like a titanium metal ring. In I the assume brim. we have to be talking about some of the thinnest, like sharpest steel on the edge of that hat for that to cut. Because he, he cut well, the head off a fucking um, statue. Well, I mean, you could if. You throw a butter knife with the the, the enough force, you you, you can. Well, yeah, because of the weight of the head, I assume, and you know. It's right. The, yeah, I get that. So, but. and it's not like it's the brim of the hat has still got the fabric on it. So I'm just thinking there's a titanium plate mm. inside the the brim of the hat, and that's how he's throwing it and getting some weight behind it because it's just a fucking hat. I don't know how he's doing it. It's just it's ridiculous. And then not only that, but he's got odd job out there fucking with the caddy thing. He's out there caddying, still wearing his odd job fucking outfit and then well, gold it's just a suit yeah, it's a suit and a hat but it looks like a butler and then you got goldfinger out that's there that's what he's, he is hey, well, he's, he's also, a bodyguard slash butler he does a lot of work for him i hope he's paying him well yeah and then you got fucking goldfinger down there you see what he's wearing yeah that was a ridiculous outfit ridiculous i get that he's going golfing and you're supposed to look ridiculous but yeah. he looked ridiculous yeah. i did not enjoy his outfit at all but what can I say? And we also get a nice little scene where Bond finds out that he's cheating. And what does he do? Well, he decides to play a little game with him. Mm. Him and his caddy. And they end up in the end getting his five grand because James Bond bet five grand worth of gold with Mr. Goldfinger because he wanted Correct. it real bad. Yes. Because, you know, he starts fiending when he sees gold. So Yeah. So they play this game and then Goldfinger gets upset that he lost, pays him out, writes that check in the back of his fucking car on his like nice little land there mm -hmm. that bond took this cool little gadget out of his shoe and put the tracking device on the car yep which i did like the tracking device i also like, I like how they have the little one too that yeah. you can put you know all that stuff and this is when they're climbing up the hill do you notice that they were racing up he was racing that mustang up the hill mm -hmm. what did you think of the drive i think the driving scenes were much better in this they got better yeah yeah sure. and then he goes up there he breaks in the goldfinger's lair i don't know what did you think of goldfinger's lair I don't know what his lair was. He had horses on it. He had a bunch of, like, you know, a room where it all was gold. And then he was just, like, sneaking around. And James Bond overhears Mr. Goldfinger talking about Operation Grand Slam. When Mr. Yes. Lang, I believe his name was. Oh, uh, this is when he's got all the guys in the room. It looks like a ski lodge. Oh, yeah, I want to talk about this. Well, first, before he brings everybody in to discuss his big magical plan... He overhears him talking about Operation Grand Slam, and I was just thinking to myself, if I know Goldfinger like I think I do, he's talking about going and killing a Grand Slam at Denny's. That's what I was thinking. That's what you thought? That's what I thought. I don't know if Denny's was around in at this time. I'd be pretty stupid if they weren't. They basically are based on old-fashioned diners. Yeah, they're based on old-fashioned diners. doesn't mean they're old-fashioned. No, that's true, but you... I mean, I'm just saying, I think Goldfinger would definitely And I be don't a... think they had diners in London. Well, they... What? I think that's like an American thing. Well, they weren't in London. They weren't in America. They were in Baltimore. Oh, they were in Miami, actually. They were in Miami first, and then... No, they were in Miami, and then well, I believe... did we see Buckingham Palace? <sighs> did they go back to England? I'm trying to remember where his lair was. I don't know. I'm... I just have a tough time... His lair might have been in... No. Oh, fuck. 
No, his like everything I have was a tough time retaining this. No, this reason. is I, I got a little confused here. I'm not gonna lie. It was just like because they travel, but they never make note where they travel. I think they might have went back to England and then they went back to America. Okay, and then after this is like while he's sneaking around the lair, he doesn't get caught. But that other girl that he's there, did you see like the other girl who was trying to kill Goldfinger because she was yeah. the sister of the girl that yes. got, who got golded to death? Yeah. Yeah, like, and then, of course, unfortunately, she dies pretty damn fast, too. Right, yep. So the whole family gets wiped out in mm. one big felt swoop. And then this is where we get that awesome chase scene. I love this chase scene through his lair and everything like that, where he gets the guy with the ejector seat. Yes. We get the oil slick kill, which, again, that's just a ridiculous edit. Like, you know, we see the car right. ne isn't close to the cliff, and then it cuts to it falling down the cliff and exploding and everything yeah. like that. Um, yeah, it, it was, uh, I can't believe they got him. And then Amira took him out. I know. Yeah, they, I'm, and the way he, and, and again, one thing through this chasing, it's the 60s, but the way they speed up the footage is, yeah. like, it's so obvious. Yeah, I was, watching, I was like, oh, well, that's just fast forwarded. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because when he does crash the car, it looks just so abnormal. It's just like, like, he just, like, jetted into the wall. Because he saw Amira. Yeah, that's it. That's but, all it took. I mean, listen, okay. it's a different time. Mirrors time. can be dangerous. I'm sure a mirror doesn't like your face every time you look into it, right? Mm. Think about the mirror. Stop being so selfish all the time. Mm. And then this is when Bond gets caught. And we. this is also when we, uh, you know, somehow he's able to finagle his way and he can overhear this big meeting you were talking about. Yes. Where and there, it looks like they're in a ski lodge or yeah. something. And then he's yeah. got that cool model that comes up to the to the floor yeah he had all these plans all laid out and built for him to show these people and yeah. do you hear all these people talking the whole time like they're terrible actors all these guys goldfinger i made a delivery where is my money i made a delivery too <laughs> yeah they were just talking about how they wanted their money and... yeah just like oh, okay generic villains 101 yep at least like the guy who plays goldfinger at least has a personality none of these guys do they're terrible yeah. they're yeah. just a bunch of jokes <laughs> <laughs> yeah again it's overall not a fantastic movie it's definitely better yeah. than uh the previous two but i think once we start trudging down the road yeah. you got to remember that this is the movie that this is one like you said earlier like this is one of the movies that started it like all these yeah. tropes that we know it started here yeah you know all the one-liners all that stuff just started here and I, one thing about pussy galore i love that she's a pilot Mm. You know, she could fly that plane. She had the whole a whole group of pussy galore. Yeah, well, that was all part of his plan because his plan is actually genius when you really think about it. Goldfinger's plan. He's right. He's like because this is like what happened in Chernobyl. If you make all that gold radioactive for I think he said fifty eight years, his gold value goes up. That's how an economy works: supply and demand. So mm. that's why he wants to do it because he knows you can't take the gold out of Fort Knox. Right. You know, you ain't getting. And also, when they wanted to, because they. You know, they filmed some of this at Fort Knox. Yeah. Like, they were able to fly those planes over it, but nobody saw inside Fort Knox. You're not allowed. That's where the real gold is. That's that's not a lie. That's where they keep the gold supply for the U.S. Is at Fort right. Knox. Or at least they did in the 60s. Yeah. So, that is all in a studio. That's not the real Fort Knox. Right. Where okay. they filmed that at. Interesting. So, the guy who created the, uh, the production designer created all those gold behind the cell walls and everything like that. He mm -hmm. just imagined that. Right. So, okay. So, we don't know what it actually looks like. No. He said it's probably a lot more disappointing in real life compared to what he imagined. Because he said in his head, he was just picturing gold stacked to the ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. More than likely, that's not the case. Mm. Okay. Makes but, sense. Yeah. And now, at this point in the film, James Bond is basically just being held hostage, but he's kind of like... 
I don't know, Goldfinger's like kind of like just chauffeuring around because he doesn't want to kill him, but we do see him attempt to kill him, and this is when he finds out that he's valuable with the laser. The book, it wasn't a laser, it was a buzzsaw going up the desk, up to like... That's what I thought it was going to be, and then I saw the laser, I was like, oh, okay, laser. Yeah, interesting, right? But yeah, they uh, did a camera trick, that's how they were able to make the laser look like that, because it was somebody underneath heating it as they were going across. It's not a real laser, splitting that up, if you can believe it. Really? Yeah, fake laser. Fake laser. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So, interestingly enough, in case you didn't know that, so yeah, he he threatens him, and this is where we get that classic line that he's like, oh, he's just supposed to scare me? He's this. oh, do you expect me to talk? No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. (laughs) And then, you know, Bond, you know, words his way out of it, like, okay, maybe you do have some value, and this is why he's being just locked up and you know, tail it around because to Felix Leiter and everybody else, they think he's just doing his thing. Right. Like he's going to take down Goldfinger from the inside. And I guess he pretty much does with the help of Pussy Galore who turns her back on yes. Goldfinger. Mainly because I think she comes to her senses even though she could be extremely rich. She could be. She could be. Goldfinger is a piece of shit. He is. So. Sure is. I don't agree with what he is doing, if I'm being honest. No. Because he's a fucking cold-hearted murderer. So, which brings me to the next point, because when he executes his plan, which is to fly these five these five women, like you said, Pussy Galore's henchwoman. Right. He flies them, and they got some tear... Uh, was it tear gas or nerve gas that knocks out all these soldiers? I don't remember. Oh, yeah, the, like that invisible... Yeah. I think it was like a nerve gas or something. And this is and where... they all just start running... <laughs> They don't even, like, like some of them don't even try. Like, they yeah. all just, like, gently fall to the ground. Like, I saw one guy, they had one shot, you could see him put his hands down, so he falls gently to the ground. Really? And, like, yeah, but it's, like, they should have put, like, a score over it or something, because it just looks right. ridiculous. They're going, yeah. like, per- like groups of people to groups of people and just showing them fall over. Yeah. Uh, I was just, I, I, I'm like, I get it. It's the 60s, and, I, and you know, I probably, like, just look cool at the time, but it's not very dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> it just looks silly. Yeah. <laughs> But this allows Goldfinger and all his guys to swoop in there. They cut, they bring the laser in. They cut the hole in the side of Fort Knox where all the gold is being held. They wheel in the atom bomb or whatever the hell it is. And they set it to detonate in three minutes, which I think takes about 25 in the movie. <laughs> yeah, this is where I, uh, I, I might have picked up my phone by this uh, point. You, you helped. See, actually, I think the ending to this movie is awesome. Yeah. Again, I'm just, I had a tough time, again, you know, uh, I don't absolutely love it, I'm I'm just, I'm I'm antsy, and my snacks were gone. (laughs) Well, I had the phone in my hand because I was taking notes the whole time, so I had to pay attention because I had to write down everything that was going on and everything I thought that looked good or bad or anything like that. Yeah, the first half of the movie I got, it was the second half is where I started to... Lose a little bit of interest. I think that it does dip a little bit in pacing in the second act. Mainly once Bond gets caught until the final act when like the people start falling and we get to mm-hmm. see him in there. But when, he, but when he goes in there, because Bond ends up sneaking in and he ends up fighting with Oddjob. Okay. So they end up having this awesome fight. Actually, yes. a really good fight the two of them had. And the way that Bond tricks him and ends up killing Oddjob is like... Oddjob throws his hat mm-hmm. at this metal bar-looking thing and... Bond takes the electric and puts it against it, and I guess the electric would travel through all of the metal, connected to his hat, because the hat, hat has to have metal on it, and he electrocutes him to death. I guess it does. I mean, 
Pussy Galore tipped off everyone, so now they all start coming in. All the people who got nerve gassed or tear gassed, I guess, start to come back to life. Yep. Which is... And once they come back, it's not like, oh, no, it's like, oh, they just get back right on the microphones and like, I'm <laughs> notifying people. I'm just like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, again, I'm, I'm just excited to, to move on to <laughs> a, a, a new one. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I mean, at this point, but then again, Goldfinger grabs a gun and he, because he tricks them. He puts on a suit to make it look like he's in the United States Army. So then he starts shooting all his guys so that the Army trusts him. And then he shoots all the Army guys. And I'm just like, okay, so... Yeah. Goldfinger, real piece of shit. Yeah, no, he's not the greatest dude. <laughs> no, I don't trust him at all. And I don't know why anyone would want to work for him. So anyway, at this point, he Maybe somehow... he paid well. Oh, he definitely paid well. I feel like he was probably a good employer. I don't know if he offered retirement or 401k plans or anything like that, but mm. he definitely seems like he's better than anyone who worked for Spectre. He just likes the, sense. likes the golf a little bit. and He seems like he's a little bit friendly. Bond is able to... Well, he actually doesn't do it. He doesn't actually disarm the bomb. Somebody else has to come in at the very last second. I believe it was Felix Leiter. And at the very last second, within 10 seconds, they turn it off. But where is Goldfinger? Well, we don't know. So he gets on a flight with Pussy Galore. We think this is going to be the big happy ending. But who comes out of the cockpit? But Mr. Goldfinger. Pointing his gun at James Bond, and James Bond tells him, "Like, hey, be careful." All right, yeah, yeah, that's a forty-five or something like that. If yeah. you shoot through me, it'll go, it'll go through and puncture the fuselage, or go through the plane, and then it'll kill everybody. Yeah, essentially. But he shoots, and it breaks the window. And did you notice how Goldfinger goes out that window after their big fight scene? It just looked ridiculous. But the special effects at the time, what could they do? It's of the time. It's of the time. So it sucks him out the window. He dies. The plane is crashing. We don't see it, but I guess Pussy and James got a parachute. They jet out of there, and Bond says to them, like, you know, because they're searching the woods for him, and him and Pussy are about to, like, you know, they're about to get it on. And James said, this is no time to be rescued. And yeah. he throws the parachute back over them. I assume they have some intercourse. And then yeah. that's how our movie ends. I think that's how they all end with him banging. Somebody. Yeah. Like I said, I think he I think he did three women in this movie. I think that's how many he had in this little experiment. He would have done four, but she died too fast. The one sister. Yeah. So basically what I was able to gather from this, I really did enjoy this movie, guys. I thought it was uh, definitely, so far... I think it's the best that I've watched so far. I used to say From Russia With Love is probably my favorite of these first three, but mm. I think actually it's this one. I think this one... Definitely. Definitely, right? No, It's this is, definitely a step in the right direction. It's definitely the best of the three so far, but I don't think it's going to hold too much water going forward. No, either do I. Sean Connery did the best I think he's done in the role so far. I think yes. the one-liners work for him. He's very charming in this. The action scenes, he does a good job in them too. Everything really is just an improvement. The action scenes are a huge improvement over the first one. The mm. first two, really. Goldfinger is a great villain. He's probably one of the best villains in the franchise. Other than some, you know, ridiculous fashion choices by the guy. Uh, yeah. I, I don't understand, you know. <laughs> <laughs> He's making everyone dress in gold. Like, I don't get the obsession with gold. Gold's a nice color. And right. I guess it's nice to have gold. But his obsession with it, it it's unhealthy. Um, mm. That's what leads to his demise. That's kind of like Mr. Krabs and money. Yeah, exactly. I mean, hey, greed. But this guy is greedy. Like, he, he'd rather have the gold. I mean, gold holds value, but I think he likes it. He loves it. I think it's more than that for him. He loves it, actually. <laughs> so you have any closing thoughts on this? Like, what are you thinking so far? 
Uh, I'm thinking that this has been a pretty long, long adventure already. Uh, I'm not in love with these movies. Uh, I like Bond overall in general. I like the franchise. However, I don't think I really like the Connery movies. I think I'm really gonna start liking them once we get to Roger Moore because I think those are the ones that I really know better. And then obviously Pierce Bronson is my guy. And yeah. I haven't seen the Daniel Craig ones yet. Yeah. Well, I think you'll definitely love the Daniel Craig ones. I'm excited when we get to Pierce Bronson, too. I'm excited to rewatch the Roger Moore ones, because those were the ones that I didn't personally like. Really? Yeah, but it's also been a long time. But I remember, I just, you know what it was? Roger Moore's look just didn't entirely work for me. Mm. I, I think Sean Connery looks like James Bond. Just like I think Pierce Bronson looks like James Bond. Yeah. You know, they have like... That was my problem with Timothy Dalton. Yeah, he doesn't look like James Bond, but he's a really good actor, and he's actually one of my favorite Bonds. I really? love Timothy Dalton as James Bond. I love those two movies. I wish he would have done more. I'm really excited for you to see the Timothy Dalton James Bond movies. I think you're I'm be excited, really excited to get there because, what are those, in the 80s now? Those are 87 and 89, I believe. Yeah, see, that that's going to be more my speed. I yeah, think. some great songs. Uh, I was uh, listening to some of the, because the song Living Daylights is awesome. <laughs> definitely check that one out well uh, when we get there we'll uh i guess you'll check it out then then right yep so hopefully you guys enjoyed this review it was a little bit tougher um yeah this was a tough one this one was a little bit of media it's a mediocre episode in my opinion I'm yeah not, we were uh, as we were like few, i had a tough time with this one um my problem is if i don't absolutely love what i'm watching i i kind of tune out i'm Again, like if you, I was miles away half the time. John kept looking at me. I'm, I had to remember that we were, that we were talking about uh, Bond because again, I just not really too into this one. Um, it's it's just the Sean Connery. You know, I, I like Sean Connery. I like him in other movies. I just don't really love his Bond movies. It's crazy because this is what he's most known for. But me and you grew up with him being old already, and right, his yeah. and his look really changes. It does. You know, and actually one thing in this movie, because there's a scene in here, um, he has a really good five o'clock shadow and then he shaves it. Because mm. you saw the scene where he's like trying to block the girl from spying on him. What would you say when you think of Sean Connery, what's the, like your number one Sean Connery movie? When I think of Sean Connery, I always think of The Last Crusade. The Last Crusade. Yeah. I know you're not uh, the biggest Indiana Jones guy, but like... I'm trying to think. I mean, I'm thinking maybe The Rock. The Rock is a big one. Um, or, the Hunt uh, for Red October is another big one. What Which else? I've never seen that actually. Really, that's a great movie. I think I would. And like he plays that. a Russian again, but doesn't change his accent. Yeah, I think I would like that. That's like on the submarine or something. Yeah, right? well, it's it's uh, Jack Reacher, if I'm correct. Or yeah, I remember you told me not to get those. The hunt. For, well, yeah, because this is why. Because Alec Baldwin's it in one movie, and then Harrison Ford, and then I don't even know who did it again after. But like they just keep changing because you get upset when they change actors. Yeah. They change actors almost every time. There's a fucking Jack Reacher movie. Yeah, that's annoying. Yeah, and Alec Baldwin's awesome as Jack Reacher. So I have no idea why. And I hope I'm saying Alec Baldwin's in trouble right now, right? Or is or that? It, please tell me you just figured this out because this happened like a year ago. Now. No, I know. I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I, someone was talking about it the other day. I forget what I heard it on. Yeah. Well, oh, I think the Kevin Smith podcast I was listening to. They they. 
I, well, I think because they started shooting again for the movie or something. Yeah, which is weird. I don't understand. I would just. But cut. was he cleared of everything? No, he got charged with involuntary manslaughter. Really? Yeah. Is he going to jail or did he go to jail? No, well, he got charged. Like it'll be years before they figure it out and all that stuff because he got charged and like the guy who. But that's bullshit. He shouldn't get charged, in my opinion, because. From what it sounds like, he didn't know. But again, I wasn't there. But from what the evidence says, or from what I've heard, is like the armory, the person who put the bullets in the gun, that's the person who made the mistake because the bolts are all supposed to be checked before they go in the gun. Yeah, you give it to an actor. The actor doesn't know what a fucking gun is. He's just going to do his job. The actor should have... Yeah, what they're getting... Should hit. be scot-free. Yeah, what they're trying to say is he shouldn't have been pointing it. But like, you know... like. Because like, I guess he was pointing it and he pulled the trigger and the trigger had a real bullet and it shot the cinematographer and killed her. And that's how that happened, but he didn't I, yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know the entire story, but if it, that, that was in the scene, like that... You know, well, no, they weren't shooting a scene. Oh. Uh, that's the thing. He killed the cinematographer for the movie. Oh. So, like, he was holding the gun. I guess he was just playing around with it, like, feeling it out, and he accidentally fired why it. Why would there be a live round? Well, this is where the questions come in, is how did a live round slip in there? So the way this works is they get bullets... Because they're dummy bullets. They get the right. dummy bullets from the same place you get real bullets. So sometimes, accidentally, a real bullet slips in there. This has happened before. So, but they That's have, what happened in The Crow, right? Yeah, but they have people who are supposed to check these bullets individually before they get put in the gun to make sure that this mistake doesn't happen. Right. They're saying that this, they weren't following safety protocols, and that's the reason why this slipped in. Now, I agree with you. Like, It should never have gotten Alec Baldwin, that bullet. So, no, it shouldn't have. You know. Yes, he pulled the trigger, but it shouldn't have gone that far. So, right. But again, I don't know the details of the story. If no, I don't know the full details. The camera wasn't rolling and they were just walking around on set and he pulled the trigger. That's a little bit of a different story. However, still, if they're blanks, you know, you're not taking too much care of... No. The only way you can get killed by a blank is the way the... Was it Freddie Prince Jr.'s father? Somebody on a show was fucking around with a gun put a blank to his head like this kidding around didn't know that there's still gunpowder and stuff in there fired in his head killed himself really Clearly by accident yeah yeah i don't remember who the actor was i just know it was on a pretty popular show yeah that guy just died yeah interesting yeah because there's still you know because when you fire a blank it's yeah, still it makes a sound yeah but there's no uh i forget what they take i guess whatever propels out of it is. yeah if you hold it close enough to your head probably shouldn't do that not the smartest yeah. thing to do no Anyway, in yeah. closing, now that we've strayed from the path. Yeah, but this was a James Bond review, right? <laughs> I think so, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess next week is going to be Thunderball. And I was thinking maybe the week after that, we take a week off and do the first Fast and Furious movie if we have some time. Fast and Furious? Ooh. Uh, yeah. I thought you were going to say Austin Powers. Well, we can do that, too. Why are we doing Fast and Furious? Well, because May 19th is when Fast 10 comes out and you wanted April. to pepper the... We only have a couple months. There was a time Matt didn't know all 12 months of the year in order. He thought the year started with September. Well, technically, the year did start in September when you went to school. That's just not how that works. That's well, how your how school works, year started. Okay, you eat a cookie with two hands. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah. And you know what? I got some flack for that this week. But still, you thought the school year would determine the year. It did for me. Okay. Didn't for you? I knew the year started January. <laughs> First. Well, my year started in <laughs> September when I went back to school. In the new school year, new year. That was. I mean, it, it makes sense as of a kid. It makes sense. But I mean, it's just that's not how it works. It's I mean, then again, exactly time, how time it is works. relevant anyway. It's so. not exactly how it works. No. 
So yeah, I was thinking we got we don't got much time. We have nine fast movies we got to fit in here too to watch, and I feel like your energy will be a lot more up for Fast and I Furious. I will be way more excited when we get into the Fast and Furious movie, or even if we pepper in Austin Powers somewhere along. Well, the yeah, way. I, I want to just give you a break because Matt is having a hard time with this, and I feel a little bit guilty because these are definitely more of John movies, these early Connery ones, than they are Matt movies. Right, yeah. So if you know our tastes, you know, this is a little bit rough for Matt, and he starts to get a little antsy watching movies like this every week. So mm. if I can give him a break here and there. They're getting, it's getting expensive for me. What's getting expensive? Watching these Connery movies because I get fucking bored, and then I end <laughs> up going on my phone and ordering stacks of fucking... <laughs> Blu-rays. You did the last two weeks. You have bought movies while watching a James Bond. Yes, <laughs> multiple. <laughs> now you're gonna have to pull the trigger on the Fast and Furious 4Ks if we're gonna do those soon. Yeah. Um, next Connery movie. Uh, yeah, got him next week for Thunderbolt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that's gonna do it for us here on Half-Ass Movie Reviews. My name is John, and as always, my short bald friend is Matt. And this was Goldfinger. We hope you enjoyed it, and if you like this channel, nothing helps out more than by liking this video, subscribing to the channel, subscribing to us on all podcast services, giving us a five-star rating, and after you're done doing all that, grab some gold, run out in the street, and tell all your friends about us. And go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. <laughs> <laughs>